about you with Astra, season eight, episode twenty-eight. Every day, Monday through Friday, from twelve p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for being here today, and I appreciate your time and look forward to sharing information, ideas, and comments. It makes us all better people. Today, we will continue with our topic of best advocates, best support for insurance policyholders. This week, we are seeking to make us better prepared and able to work on issues that impact our insurance claims, our daily living, after being injured in a car accident or hurt. It also applies to being sick. And actually, this topic this week applies to us all because we're dealing with a lot of surveillance issues that impact us when we go online every single day or every other day or every week or or whenever we actually are online or using any device, in my opinion, that has Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, or GPS connected to it. So in our today's society, that means just about everything. But we're going to pick up from where we started from yesterday, uh, and I hope you enjoyed the articles that we had yesterday, too. Let's see here. I must have gotten the one I wanted to start with out of order. You know how number ones are. Number ones matter in the area. And number one, what happened to number one? Okay, I don't see number one. Come out, come out. Oh, there you go. Wherever it was, it did come out. The first one actually is from it's EFF.org, it's Electronic Frontier Foundation, and it talks about surveillance. And before I get into that, of course, I want to talk about the issues of uh, today's uh, things going on in the world today. Uh, one of the things I noticed is that a lot of senior protections aren't, aren't providing the safety that they need to have. For example, if a senior calls because they need long-term disability care, uh, they don't always get the same treatment or or even actually I've seen this happen to people who are not elderly where you go, you call your insurance company, and they might set you up with maybe four or five questions where you should be answered, yes, yes, yes. Well, don't get caught up in that chat because one of those questions may not be the, the yes. It might be a no that you actually want to state. So make sure that if that you actually are aware that your insurance companies are not always the ones who will uh, be treating you fairly, and if you are a senior with some issues that may impact the way in which you communicate with them, be aware of that. And if you run into problems, don't hesitate to get an attorney to actually uh, figure out what's going on or contact, hopefully, your insurance commissioners of your state will be looking at the way in which uh, seniors are being treated by long-term care and how many of them are getting the benefits many of them have, have spent you know, at least decades or a decade in actually paying for this policy. I just, it makes me question what many of our citizens, especially dealing with nursing home care, are going through. Are they getting the benefits that they they were promised? Do people know that they even have policies out there that they could be using? So from my perspective, senior protections would really fall under insured civil rights legislation. I mean, we all do technically, okay, so it's for all of us. And the, the purpose of it is just making sure that all, everyone gets the protections and care that they need. And personally, I'm not sure that our seniors are being very well taken care of. 
And I have a problem with that, especially those who don't have an advocate. And we should all, especially in our senior years, at least have some kind of legislation protection that can be audited on a regular basis because if you don't audit them, then seniors tend to be taken advantage of because most of them are at that time vulnerable, especially if they're seeking long-term care. So just a word of caution. If you have parents out there, make sure you know about the policies they may have in place other than Medicare and Medicaid. They probably may have other insurance that kicks in, and they may have been paying on a long-term policy if they needed emergency care or nursing home care or or even home care. All of those things matter. So be sure that you take a look at that. You want to know before you get there because there are probably going to be issues that need to be addressed. But just hope and pray that your uh, your parents or the elderly person take a company that understands that seniors need help. They don't need to be abused after all these decades of paying in premiums to these companies. So personally, I believe all insurance of all industries need to be audited. The problem with that is that most of the time, great lobbyists were on state levels and federal levels. So a lot of times they get things they need, but they're uh, they're insured or their policyholders don't. My question is, are they making more money because they're able to do it in a fair and just way, or are they taking advantage of their customers? And we really do need legislators who will actually go out and investigate this. So when you're voting on November 6th, and I hope that you will be voting, at least by then, that you will think about what's on that ballot and what needs to be on that ballot. And please, you need to look. It won't be on there right now, but insurance civil rights legislation, in particular in Washington State, is coming to the ballot. And if you want to help spread that word, get those signatures, make sure you go out to estracarbrakehelp.com and actually subscribe because personally I need your support to get this done. It won't be easy without you, but I'm really concerned about the care and the ability of people who are injured or sick uh, to be able to get the promised uh, insurance help that they were told they would receive if something happened. And I've not heard any statistics out there either about anyone going out taking a look at to see how many people are getting cared for in particularly the elderly population. Uh, I, I don't want them to be a hidden population. There's so many places, so many different communities that are not be, are being actually underserved or not served at all, even though they have participated in putting money in these companies' pockets. All right, I'm going to move on back to best advocates and best support for insurance policyholders today. Okay, so let's go and find out some information that are going to help us uh, be able to do better on the internet. Okay, like I said, this is from Electronic Frontier Foundation. It says 10 steps you can take right now against internet. Before I get started in this article, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, internet surveillance because the people who develop GPS, who is that again? I told you yesterday, it's the government. A lot of these are corporations uh, that have vast resources. So when most individuals are coming up against these agencies, whether it's social security disability or I mean, an auto insurance company or someone who's – look at all the hurricanes we've recently had. And the good question is I haven't heard any, any mainstream media go out and pull this up either. 
how many people through these hurricanes who had insurance were paid? Were they paid out or are they still waiting years later? So my question is, I personally believe we need a new insurance industry model. To me, that model would be one not to pay off these investors who forget that the people on the other end are human and have needs and are just trying to survive. That we'd have something where it would be something that helps everyone. So you, everyone paid into the insurance uh, industry, and if something happened, they were they were paid out. Okay. I'm not talking about people who are doing unsavory things, but I have to personally tell you, I don't believe it's that many. You always have a few, what they call them, rotten or bad apples in the bucket of apples. But most people just don't want anything from someone. They just want to do the right thing. They just want what they were promised and not to be cheated. That's really the bottom line. Okay, I'm going to go on into this article. Again, it's the Electronic Frontier Foundation, and it's 10 steps you can take right now against Internet surveillance. And it says, quote, one of the trends we've seen is how, as the word of the NS, more and more ordinary people want to know how or if they can defend themselves from surveillance online and but where to start. And I think that is an issue with most people who are dealing not only with auto insurance industries, but employer ERISA, which is also your employer being your insurance company, what to do or where to find information. And you're right, they're right. When you look at an ant and you look at an elephant, <laughs> there's a big difference between those two. But the ant is a lot smaller and can it can scurry away a little faster than and then into the ground, then the elephant can stomp. Believe me, the elephant has a big, heavy foot. And what I'm trying, the analysis I'm trying to make with that is, yes, you are individual. These companies are powerful. They a lot of times have lobbyists in Congress behind them. But have you ever seen what an ant pile with lots of ants could do? I bet they could get that big old elephant to step in. And why is that? Because altogether, when people stand up and say, we're not going to do this, we're not going to be taken advantage of, or our benefits will be paid, and we will not settle for not getting anything, or partial payments will change. But fortunately, that ant can look up at that elephant and say, oh, it's big, it's scary, it's terrifying. And big things can be all of those things. But small things also have their advantages, too. So don't lose sight of the things you have, and don't be afraid and intimidated by either the size of that big elephant or the power it might have. Everyone has their power in their own voice in their own way. And when we as little ants get together, you know, we can be quite remarkable in our ability to achieve things. So remember that when you're faced, in particular today, with with bullying and harassment, it seems to be the end thing now that if I can't make someone do something one way, I'll challenge them. I'll make sure, like in one of our, someone we know will try to say, we'll make you try to, to pay out. I just think about Avenatti and having to pay for Stormy Daniels' uh, attorney fees. I think it was like, I don't know, $8.4 million or something along those lines, which for him will be a lot easier to get than some of the other uh, ants below. But you have to just decide you're not going to be bullied. You're going to fight because I guarantee you, if we all fight, it's an army, an army of ants that are no joke. Okay? We are not a joke. 
We don't have to be intimidated or bullied. Okay? The surveillance of that, unfortunately, I think we fall asleep way too long. And there's so much surveillance on us. Right now, there's, there's nowhere you can find where there's not surveillance. Even in your own home, they have surveillance on you. Anytime you bring in any kind of devices or equipment, a lot of times they have hacking. They're able to be hacked into, which personally I believe is a problem. We shouldn't have to be concerned about going in our own homes. We should be able to buy uh, items from the store that are Bluetooth-free or Wi-Fi-free. Okay. Uh, a lot of people that have been trying to people to get rid of their actual home phones that are connected and just use uh, um, cell phones. And why is that? Because they have more control over your cell phone than your hard line when your phone is connected. Can they both hack into both of them? Yes, they have. You can go back to when Martin Luther King was here and them hacking into their phone. So the ability has always been here or has been here for quite some time. But when we recognize the tools that they use, we can also develop tools to protect ourselves. All right, I'm going to go into the article, of course, before the whole time is up and I won't even have gotten to them because I have so much to say some days. Okay, so it says, quote, one of the trends we've seen is how as many the word, one of the trends we've seen is how as the word of the NSA spying has spread, more and more ordinary people want to know how or if they can defend themselves from surveillance online. But where to start? That's what's starting now. It says the bad news is if you are being personally targeted by a powerful intelligence agency like the NSA, it's very, very difficult to defend yourself. I want, I want you to hear this because that's very important. He didn't say it was impossible. He said it was very difficult. And if you are facing, I call it abuse, harassment, and intimidation uh, from when it's a government agency that's bullying a person, just an ordinary person, because ordinary people don't have any of the resources, powers that, the, that these giants have or the knowledge of being so abusive. And that's why I always tell people to go out and take a look at emotional IQ because if this is happening to you, you need to be able to know what you're going to have to withstand dealing with these people, but also what they're doing to you. Okay. So it says, here are the 10 steps you can take to make your own devices secure. This isn't a complete list, and it won't make you completely safe from spying, but it will help. Okay, number one, they say, is, is use end-to-end encryption. And it says, we know the NSA has been working to undermine encryption. We can see that with Apple, right? When Apple received the, there was a cell phone that they wanted to get into, uh, with Apple, and Apple said, well, we won't do it. So they, they hired a few people to actually uh, try to go in there and break uh, Apple's encryption, and I, I suspect I have no proof that they were able to do so just because of, I have an, an Apple phone, and it seems like it's a lot more vulnerable now than it used to be. I haven't got the latest version, so they may have come out with some great ideas to stop it, but I know that they were wanting to get into these phones. Let's see here. So use end-to-end encryption, it says. Let's see. Your best friend remains open that don't share your secret key with others, right? So I think that's how you go to one place. For example, if I even go to my own site. Uh, 
a lot of the times hackers will try to get in and, and do things because they know that if you go from if you're you're always going to this one site, they know where to find you. They look at IP addresses and a lot of other things to try to get the information to go into your whether it's uh, your email server or your anything that you actually have any application it applies to or any place you go on the on the web it applies to. But end to end, end to end encryption means that it's a little bit more difficult for them to, to get onto. It says number two, encryption as much communication or it says encrypt as much communication as you can. Right. If you're not all that comfortable with encryption, you can go out and do a search on encryption, uh, and it will give you different ones to to look at and review to see what's best for you and ones that you use the most. It says even if you can't do end-to-end encryption, you can still encrypt a lot of your Internet traffic. If you use HTTPS everywhere, browser add-ons, for Chrome or Firefox, you can maximize the amount of web data you protect by forcing websites to encrypt pages whenever possible. So that's good. And it talks about using a virtual private network, VPN, when you're on a network you don't trust. And that's those are really good things to know <clears throat> because encryption is going to have to be the key. Hopefully it will become more advanced and more helpful as time goes on. It also talks about encrypting your hard drive, and it says that the latest Windows, Macs, and iOS and Androids have always have always have ways to encrypt their local storage. So turn it on. And I'm beginning to believe that because it's amazing how easy. To, well, one of the things I've noticed on the hacking on my laptop is that they've actually when you start up, there's a file in which it sets up. So a lot of the stuff that they want to open and ways to, to hack into my laptop are done on Buddha. So to me, it's really a problem uh, when they're able to do that, and they're doing that from where? My hard drive. So maybe encrypting my hard drive will, will curb some of that problem. Or sometimes I think you have to start with just a new laptop before you even turn it, well, when you turn it on, turn off the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth immediately. And then encrypt everything on that sucker. That would be my thing. It says, okay, so it says encrypt your hard drive. That Windows, Macs, iOS, and Android all have ways to encrypt your local storage. So turn it on. And then number four says strong passwords kept safe. I don't know if passwords can be kept safe. We're going to talk a little bit on one of the other other articles we're talking about today. We're going to talk about password managers and being able to create them because evidently these applications, if you I guess they can go, some of them use uh, those to hack your laptop, and they can try to decode whatever your uh, password is. But we'll, I'll wait until we get to that part. But it talks about here using strong passwords. And now most uh, places where you have a password will tell you if it's a weak, strong, or very strong. So you might want to go ahead and actually take a look at being able to see that. And then number five is use Tor. And... Uh, this slide leaked from GHQ says that shows much of the intelligence services are worried about it. Tor is an open source program that protects your anonymity online by shuffling your data through a global network of volunteer servers. 
And by the way, when harassers initially, this has been going on for quite some time since I've been bullied and harassed by insured hackers. But within the, one of the first two years, I actually did use Tor, and initially, it just they were not prepared for it from my perspective because they seemed to be scrambling around trying to figure out ways to be able to um, bypass what they needed to do to be able to follow me. And I, like I said, I think in using Tor, 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 sorry, Tor, uh, T O R, if you want to look it up online. Um, one of the issues with that was they were eventually able to come back in and hack me in a different way. And I think that was in particularly because of the specific IP addresses I was going to. I would go to certain apps on a different service, and they know those are the places I'm going to go, so they would just wait and be able to track it that way. But personally, I believe that it, uh, most people, Tor is really a good technique. I think maybe they not, are not using it as much now. There might be something that's replaced it. If it has, go ahead and take, give it a look because it is worth it if you can get it uh, to use. And I think if you actually just build a network of protections around you against surveillance, you'll do better. And you'll make them work harder so you have to work less hard. When they're doing surveillance, it's basically to, to delay, to harm you, to bully you, uh, to try to cause confusion and chaos in your day. And that's the time I always say, do not allow that to happen. Make sure that you stay on track for what you want to do in a day and stay focused because if you lose your focus, then they win because that means that you're not taking care of yourself to your best ability or doing the things that are most important to you. You are doing what they want you to do. And that is not the mission or purpose of this program or this show. My mission is to help people who have been injured or sick that are dealing with these large companies who refuse to do the right thing, who won't pay to you, who make delays. I've seen people who have lost everything because they were waiting for uh, an insurance company to pay, and they never did. Or By the time they do pay you, they're so far in debt, you, you just come out even. And personally, I believe that could be what the, the name of the game is because if you look at it, most of the people who are getting paid are the people that work with them, right, which means they're also getting information about you as things go. They also are able to look at your financial data, and they can look and see if you have anything or you don't have anything. The less you have, the more they squeeze. What do I say? I say most poor people have always been poor, so you're, you're used to living a lifestyle and not having a lot. Just organize what you have and keep moving forward and don't give up. And most importantly, please expose the surveillance behavior. Afraid, they, they're, they're afraid because they, they abuse them in ways of saying things that we're going to charge you with fraud or, or we're going to bully you in some other way or we're going to expose your information. I mean, there's, a, there's like a long list. There's a long list of things these people do to bully people and to keep people quiet. I say don't be quiet. I say the sooner everyone stands up against this craziness, the sooner they're exposed and the sooner that it ends. But if you let them bully you, intimidate you, harass you, then they'll continue because they, that's what they want. That's what they want to do to you, but don't allow it. And that's why Esther's radio show is here today because I believe justice should apply to all of us, not just the wealthy Wall Street people who do what they please. And, yes, most of those are the insurance companies. But now they seem to be 
it's amazing how when they had all of those years without very many problems, no hurricanes, storms, fires, all of those things, right, accidents, you know, when they were kind of at a steady level and they would be able to get their regular income, there was no problem. But now when heck is broke loose all over the country, none less over the world, they're trying to say, oh, we, we can't do this, we can't afford it. You can't afford it because you don't want to give up your billions to pay for something you promised to? Frankly, I think that's problematic. I think they've been in the game. They've been playing the game. Let them pay. Let them pay. Let them pay you. You should be sitting at home suffering because they're refusing to pay and you've got your leg up in a cast and your arm up in a cast. And Lord knows, hopefully your mind's not in one too because that happens. The emotional trauma from collisions can be very dramatic, especially if your your spine has been involved. A lot of times we don't want to talk about things that happen to in injuries with the mind. But just the post-traumatic stress disorder is enough. If we only talk about that, it would be a lot. But there's a lot of other things that go wrong in collisions. And there's a lot of things that make it easy for people to take advantage of people, whether they're elderly or whether they're injured. doesn't matter. The thing we need is people who continue to want to do the right thing. When we get people who choose to do the right thing, not everything will be perfect for everyone. We're not asking for perfection, but we are asking for honesty and justice. And we seem to be getting away from that further and further every single day. And I think it might have to do with our leadership. We want to be proud of who we are. We want to do the best that we can with our lives. Life is short. You know, one day you wake up and you're five, then you're 25, 55, 95. Boom. It happens fast. You don't think it does, but it will. So make sure that you do the things that are best for you, that you stay focused. But yet still, please please help with getting insurance for the right legislation passed. And hopefully we'll have a Congress in the next term that is interested in people in the country and immigration. It matters. All right, let me go on because you know how I can get off and stay there for a while. It also talks about turning on two-factor, two-step authentication. And I actually like how um, Gmail does this. I think they do a good job in turning it on. I know that a lot, still a lot of hacking goes on. I'll remember, I can't, it was amazing how before, uh, uh, the, before court days, it was amazing how all of a sudden my Gmail accounts were all hacked. Things were missing, things reviewed. So you can't always stop them. And from what another article talks about, emails are one of the most difficult ones to stop uh, with hacking. But I can tell you that some people have no shame. They don't. They'll do whatever it takes. Kind of like we're for the election. Some people are pulling out all the stops. For some people, it doesn't matter how they win, long as they win. What a lesson to teach our children. Right? We don't want that crap. We want people who win with integrity and pride. Right? We want people who lift us up as a country, not make us creeps. We don't want to be creeps. We never have been. Now all of a sudden because a certain group of people want to win, they'll do anything. They'll do voter suppression. Why? They'll make sure people, I mean, it's just like going back to what we're talking about, poll taxes, you know, with the reconstruction era. 
Welcome back, USA, in some places. That's wrong. We need to start calling out what is right and what is wrong and get away from a lot of the relativity. If, if it's right, we know it's right. If it's wrong, we know it's wrong. Call it what it is. He said, well, who has the value to who decides? We've always known. It's not like we just woke up one day and couldn't decide what was right and what was wrong. We've always known right from wrong. We know when we make a mistake and we apologize and we move on. When we're right, we say that we're right. And we say that others are right. But just to sit there and believe lies and let lies go on and we're looking around, ooh, is that a lie? And yet in your heart, you know that's a lie. Is that a lie? Yeah, you know it's a lie. You know a lie when you hear it. And it's not about personal beliefs. It's ways of thinking, right? We all have different ways of thinking. And we accept those ways. Just because someone thinks differently than you doesn't mean it's wrong. But when people do things that are wrong, it's wrong. So we need to call it what it is. Can't be playing around like we're in a relative world and anything relatively goes, right? And I'm not talking about other people in the sense of uh, how they live their life, how one chooses to live their life is their own opinion. I have nothing to do with this. Their lifestyle is their lifestyle. I'm talking about treating people with dignity and respect and doing what is right. And that has nothing to do with lifestyle. So don't get yourself confused, okay? It's not about that. It's about everybody doing what they're supposed to be doing and knowing that you're right. We know that these insurance companies are not paying a lot of people who should be paid in a timely manner. And it's hurting not only them but their families, and it needs to stop. Now, I have seen a few more advertisements that say that uh, they're paying quickly and advanced and they'll get it done. Now, I haven't had the opportunity to deal with any of those companies recently, thank God. Nobody in their right mind would want to deal with an insurance company, from my perspective, or an employer who says they're saying is those who are recognize what's going on, and they know that they need help. And until Americans get, like, maybe a year's savings, two years' savings in their account versus none and can't even cover next month, Insurance companies know you they have you over a what? Barrel. A big barrel, in fact. That's when that ant does see that elephant foot coming down. And so we need to, to move away from that. We need just fair uh, payments and or fair wages, something we haven't gotten. They just give it to the top. top doesn't even need, the 1% need more money like they need, I don't know, something that's impossible to give. They don't need it. But taking from the poor who need it just because you can is wrong. That's a good example to me of wrong. All right. I guess I've got a lot of things to talk about today. I'll try to get at least through one of the articles. <clears throat> All right. So let me go back and repeat these because I was really on a rampage that time. So it says things that you can do right now against Internet surveillance is, one, use end-to-end encryption, Right. Encrypt as much communication as you can, number three. Encrypt your hard drive, number four. Strong passwords kept safe, number five. Use Tor, number six. Turn on two-factor, two-step authentication. Number seven is where we are, and it says don't click on attachments because <laughs> you don't know what's in there. It's not amazing. You can actually even get an email. It looks like somebody you know, and it's not even a real email. 
How many times have I clicked on? I can't even count the times until I figured this out. Clicked on an email, an attachment that I thought was from a legitimate source, and it wasn't. So it's not that they come out and use names you don't recommend. They know you won't click on those. We've all gotten smarter than that. It's the names that you do. So make sure that you hover your, and no, just hover. Don't click on the name of the person who's sending you the email to see if it's a real address. I can, it was amazing for a time there. There were so many they would send out Amazon ones. I haven't seen it as to the degree now. Maybe Amazon made them clean them out, clean it up. But I just uh, look over at Amazon. It was, wouldn't even be an Amazon link. Like, what? I mean, it didn't have to be Amazon. It's just at that time it seemed like there were a lot of them. And there's still a lot of different ones out there. So before you open an email, just take your mouse and click it over your finger, whatever you're using, and, and look over to, and hold it over the name and see what the, the address it's coming from. If it's not a real one, then don't hold it. Just delete it. You know it's them trying to screw with you. And in particular, when they're talking about Hilo, I'll read this. Don't click on attachments. The easiest way to get intrusive malware onto your computer is through your email. Let me read that again because that's really important. The easiest way to get intrusive malware onto your computer is through your email or through Compromise websites. And that is the key, Compromise websites. That means those big elephant servers and hackers are able to go into a <clears throat> a server that doesn't have enough of the security to protect it from its enemies. So, and that's because technology is moving really fast. And if you don't stay up with it, you will be behind. Let me go on here. It says browsers are getting better at protecting you from the worst of the web, but files sent by email or downloaded from the net can still take complete control of your computer. And perhaps that's how it got to me on many occasions. By the way, this is actually my third laptop, laptop, and I'm about to get a fourth. And why is that? Because they've hacked them so badly that they have total control over the laptops. So when they're telling you this, this is true. You just Let me read this again because it's very important. It says, the easiest way to get intrusive malware onto your computer is through your what? Email or through Compromise website. For a year, they would send me uh, emails, and it had the name of someone that I knew going on there. Had I known it wasn't them, uh, I would never have clicked on it. In fact, what happened and how I discovered it was I began to talk to them about different things that they were sending and doing, and they said, this wasn't me. I didn't send that to you. I had no idea what you were talking about. And then I knew I had truly been hacked. So, But this is like... This, like I said, I'm on the third one down, and the third one here is, is hacked too, so I'll have to get a fourth computer. And that's really irritating that you have to continue to go through computers. And by the way, I personally, this is my personal opinion, don't take your computer if it's been hacked to Best Buy. From my perspective, I took it to Best Buy, uh, took it there, it was working, and got, took it back from the store and it wasn't working at all. I think it, I personally believe that my computer that they supposedly were supposed to help me to fix, and that's the time I just buy new computers at this point when they get too bad, uh, that they actually, I had signed off. What happened was I was too trusting. So if you go to Best unfortunately, if you're taking it to them and your computer uh, isn't working, I thought, well, maybe it's just, you know, they fixed it. He said it was a good, things were great. Uh, I'll just 
sign off on it. Don't sign off on it. So my computer after that didn't work. And that's in the store, okay? This is not bringing it home. I just thought I would I would bring it home after it didn't, didn't turn on in the store because I just figured that the computer was, uh, uh, the battery was dead and I could just charge it at home and everything would be fine. But that wasn't how it worked. And they refused to even go in for me to get another computer, which I ended up getting not from them. And that's another thing. <laughs> Since I'm talking laptop stuff, uh, I went to another store, Staples, and I got the computer I'm on now. And I couldn't figure out why they were taking so long behind, to give, you know, just having the computer let me go. But a lot of times if they're getting the information off of the computer you're using, it's easier for them to hack into your sources too. So you have to be careful not only where you buy your computer, who you buy it from, because like I said, a lot of these insured hackers or harassers are, have more than one job. They're not only working for these insurance companies, but some of these corporations also do the same. So there's so many avenues that you have to be uh, careful of. It's, it's a very serious thing. But one thing about it, if we all live and learn and share our stories, one, it will be one less person getting caught up in, into some of these situations. And so let's see if they have anything else here. It says, let's see, it says, get your friends to send you information in text. When they send you a file, double-click to see if it's really from them. And that's what I was saying. Even today now you can hover over to see it, where it's coming from before you open it. And if you do that, it will solve you, save you a lot of heartache. But just because you see your friend's name on there or somebody that you know or are expecting things from, please take a look over and see who it's really from. It really might save you from getting people on your on your devices and causing you grief that they want. But even if, they, if they're successful, continue doing what you need to do and just use hashtag Esther's Radio Show out on Twitter to show the examples of what they've done to you. I think it's important for people to know and not to be afraid and to stand up. Okay, so number eight is keep software updated and use antivirus software. And I believe that does help, but also if the people that are doing the updates are adding stuff to your software, it still poses a problem. So not everyone who looks like a white hat, I don't like that white hat, black hat. It has negative connotations to me, but I'll use it so you know what I'm trying to say. Not all white hats are white. <laughs> and not all black hats are black. Let's figure that one out. Okay. So it says the NSA may be attempting to compromise Internet companies, and we're still waiting to see whether antivirus companies deliberately ignore government malware. That's interesting. Let me say that again. This is number eight. It's called Cheap Software Updated and Use Antivirus Software. The NSA may be attempting to compromise Internet companies. Right. And they're going to compromise or compromise, I say compromise, compromise, some people say, okay. Still waiting to see whether antivirus companies deliberately ignore government malware. Did you even know there was government malware out there that could infect your devices? And why would they? And why wouldn't we know about it? Let me read on. But on the balance, it is still better to have the companies trying to fix your software than have attackers be able to exploit old bugs. And a good example, and maybe that's where the government comes in with those old bugs. If you're having trouble, which I do a lot, in being able to do software updates, 
they could be the government exploiting old bugs, right? And how do you get rid of old bugs? You do updates. And if you do updates, you can't be exploited. So who would stop you from doing those exploitations? Those using the old bugs. So if you go out, all of a sudden, in fact, that was one of the first problems I discovered on the first laptop I had, which was a lovely one that I missed. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't able to actually update my software, and I could not figure out why. In fact, I went to several different uh, supposedly software that was supposed to protect you from it, and it didn't work, and I would contact them on a regular basis. And so that might be something that's truly going on now is the government malware. And I wonder if it, maybe it's just not our government with the craziness going on into the, to, today's society. But who would want to pick on an ant when there's so many brothers, so many other elephants out there to tangle with? So I suspect if something's happening to you, it's, it's coming from here at home. Number nine, keep extra secret information extra secure. I have to stop there for a second. I used to keep things in different locations that I thought was safe that no one would find. What I have discovered that is things that I would leave in my car the hackers would actually break into my car and take a look at it. Uh, sometimes they would move it to let me know that they had done it. Frankly, now I don't try to keep anything anywhere. But I went to the extreme with that, so I tried to carry everything that I needed around. And what happens when you try to do that is it all becomes an extreme burden. So you not you cannot necessarily carry around everything that you want to keep secure. Sometimes you have to just hold on to the things you know are the most important and that you care about or things that you're able to carry that aren't a big burden. Because I assure you, whether it's in your home, which they will come into, your house, which they come into, or even in a public place in the shower where you are, I mean, it doesn't matter where it is. They'll come. But you be ready. The one thing they can't get into is your mind. They can cause a lot of harassment, bullying, and intimidation, but there's just some places that, thank goodness, are just yours. And you can, as long as we're still America, hopefully we have more than, uh, you know, the way Trump's going, he's trying to take. Oh no, let's see here. All right, dropping things all over. But uh, as long as this is America. We do not have to worry about a large part of those kind of things because we can stand up for our rights. We can still pause, as far as I know. So as long as we stand up and keep doing those things, we can use our minds. We can actually use our free speech. Thank God, even though they weren't necessarily thinking of people of color at that time, thank God we're moving forward on that, that we can use the power of our minds and our bodies it truly matters. So, number nine, let me just say that again. It says, keep extra secret information extra secure. Think about the data you have and the extra steps to encrypt and conceal your most private data. You can use TrueCrypt to separately encrypt your flash drives. You might even want to keep your most private data on a cheap netbook. Keep offline and use uh, for the purpose of reading or editing documents. And I agree with that, but I also say that when you have a lot of uh, drives that you have um, have sitting at home, because you certainly can't start 
carrying all of those around, they will still come in and take off of those. In fact, what I've noticed is that things that they don't want you to have, they'll copy over other pictures that you have on your on your drive just to, to take it. They'll delete the ones they don't want people to have or you to have about them, and then they'll just copy it over with uh, pictures that they don't care about or things they think you won't notice. But you notice. And you know that they're, they're in there doing those kind of things. So it's important to know. And you also have to know you have limitations. They also have limitations, believe it or not. Remember that you are like the ant. You can get by and move, move things and do things where they're pretty big and robust. So it takes them time sometimes to achieve different things. But if you just stay vigilant, you will go ahead and move forward no matter what disasters they attempt to cause in your life. Just never give up and never give in for years. Okay, number 10, this is the last one on this article. It says, be an ally. If you understand and care enough to have read this far, we need your help. To really change the surveillance state, you need to teach each other what you've learned and explain to them why it's important. Excuse me, it says install OTR, Tor, and other software for worried colleagues and teach your friends how to use them. To explain the impact of the NSA revelation, ask them to stop, this is ask them to sign up to stop watching us. I guess that's a hashtag. I'll have to look if that's still there. Stop, stop watching us and other campaigns against bulk spying. I don't say it's just bulk spying. I think if they're spying on you and harassing you, it's important too. But it is important, as I've been saying all along. That's why I said go out and subscribe to estherscarbrickhelp.com. Subscribe to me on, on Twitter at Esther's Radio Show or Facebook, talking about you with Estra, right? Now, you have to remember now, because these are hackers, when I first started, there were no other extras out there. A lot of times what they do is they just try to create uh, so many different things with the similar names that you can never find people. Well, fortunately, I've been out there enough that if you do Estra Seattle, you'll find me, or Estra's radio show, you'll find me, or Estra's TV, you'll find me, like on YouTube. I haven't talked about that a lot lately. <clears throat> so the key is get involved. Stand up, especially if you've been hurt by this. They've been trying to silence you for a very long time, so don't let them. If they've taken advantage of you, don't be afraid. There is power in numbers. Like I said, all those ants all up on that elephant will change the whole perspective, including the elephant's perspective. So please make sure to stand up because we really, really need to stand together. They're too big. They're too powerful for us to take them on one by one. Now, we can and we should, and I stand, because I believe people deserve the benefits and settlements that they were promised. So thank you, Electronic Frontier Foundation. That's EFF.org for this article. I'm going to try to squeeze one more in, because if I don't get moving faster, I won't be able to tell you everything I want this week. But make sure, like I said, uh, if you go out there, uh, subscribe to different uh, magazines or TV articles, any of the things that we're reading about, because they need our support. So like I said, if we're not supporting them and keeping them strong, Wall Street will. And if Wall Street's keeping them strong, then they will not be uh, working in our best interest. 
and that's something that we need. The second one is by usatoday.com, and it's Internet Privacy, How to Protect Yourself, and it's about Elizabeth Weiss. I hope I pronounced her name right. So I'm just going to try to cut to the chase since I've already exceeded the amount of time. And third one, I won't get to today, but all right, there's another day tomorrow, so we still can get through some of this. So Internet Privacy, How to Protect Yourself. It talks about ghostery. I've never even heard of ghostery. And it says, this is a browser add-on. All of, this, all of a sudden, you can see all the different companies on site that are tracking you, and you can choose whether you want them to. Wouldn't that be nice to say, get off me, get off my back. Stay away. I didn't ask you to come. Why are you following me? You could do that if you saw them on the street doing that. But, of course, even on the street, they're getting flyers using cameras and things to try to, to harass and intimidate. There's another item here called Disconnect. It says, this is another program that filters out companies that are watching you. Did you know companies are watching you? And that's not necessarily just for surveillance. That's just because you're on the Internet. It says, and also offers encrypted communication when you send information to other sites. So eavesdroppers can't see your data. Now, isn't that a wonderful thought? Then it talks about DuckDuckGo, right, which is a search engine. It says, this is an anonymous browser that doesn't store or sell data about you. Isn't that nice? I didn't know that about you, DuckDuckGo. I'll have to use them more often. So if you search on something that you don't want anyone to know about, that it stays. What you do on DuckDuckGo stays on DuckDuckGo. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just have to go there. All right, so then we've got DuckDuckGo. After that, it talks about the two-factor authentication, which we've talked about. Uh, like I say, I know that some apps do a really good job of that, and that's good. Although what I've discovered is that a lot of times when you use the apps on your phone, like I went out on uh, Facebook yesterday and I realized that somebody had already got into my Facebook account, and, of course, I changed my password and moved on. But the key is that they're always attempting to do things uh, on your device. Maybe they can't get in on your laptop, your cell phone, right? Or they go to your laptop or your tablet. I mean, there's just so many different ways that they'll go ahead and do that. So always be careful of that. By the way, if you really want a story to read, go out. If you're Amazon, I keep saying Amazon Prime. It is out there. First thing, <laughs> I'll have to do a story just on my book. That's just amazing to me, the whole way in which things happen during that one. But right now, you can't get my book for less than four bucks if you're an Amazon Prime member. It's called Car Accident by Estra. And it'll tell you the history and story of how this craziness began. I've learned a lot since that book has been written. It's the first edition, by the way. Uh, and like I was telling people the other day, I was in so much pain that, uh, but determined to finish that book or even write that book that I would be writing the book. I'd get to the bottom of the page, and uh, I'd go to the top of the page, and I would forget my thoughts from the bottom of the page, and I go back to the bottom of the page, remember it, remember it, and then go back to the top of the page, and I couldn't remember that. So it was really hard, but I was determined to go ahead and get through in getting that done, and I'm really happy I, I did do that because that was probably one of the most difficult things I'd done through the suffering. Uh, it kind of took my mind a little bit off my pain, but not enough, but it was helpful. So 
what I would say is that go out and take a look and see how life can change on a dime and learn about car accidents and some things that you can do to protect yourself. All right, so the next thing is encrypt your hard drive. We talked about this a little bit. It says it's easy to get everything on a computer. All someone has to do, I'm sorry, it's, it's easy to get at everything on a computer. All someone has to do is steal it and then rifle, riffle, I've never used that word, riffle through your digital life at their leisure. By encrypting the computer's hard drive, it stops that cold. Well, that's good to know. She's like, it's time to do a little encryption, especially learn a little bit more about it, right? It says newer versions of Windows and Mac also have it built in, so it might be easier to do to encrypt it. It says private web surfing. If you don't want anyone to know where you go or what you do online, you have several options. And they go back and they're talking about Tor, too. And I noticed that uh, I think I looked at Tor, looked at that for a while, and I think it's no longer out there, but there's got to be some there have taken its place or close to it. So, Because it's important. If you're going online, why should somebody else be able to follow you around? So, And they said the other options include the commercial virtual private network, VPN, which we were talking about. Uh, and I did that for a while, too. And it seems like it's – and I think it must be tied to either – uh, the places that you constantly go because they're sitting there looking and know you're going to be going to specific locations to be able to find you. But, you know, they change your IP address uh, randomly, so it, is a, it does take them a while. But they still can hack and harass you uh, with these email. Email is the last one on this article. It says email is still surprisingly hard to do securely. That's what Bruce Snyder, a security expert at the Berkman Center for Internet and Society at Harvard Law, says. The available programs are still too hard and not intuitive. One stumbling block is that users must first exchange encryption keys, right, and that's where they get your information and start to play more games. So that's interesting. Let me tell you what these actually are so you can remember. It's talking about Internet privacy and how you protect yourself. And this was by USA Today. It was Ghostery, which I haven't heard of, Disconnect, DuckDuckGo, Two-Factor Authentication, 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 my tongue gets twisted every once in a while, Encrypt Your Hard Drive, Private Web Surfing, and Email. So you can use those and be able to do that which is, will make a difference. It's really hard when you have to continue to try to recover and you still have to address the issues of harassment, intimidation, and bullying. But you have to do it. You can't stop. You have to fight. It's your way of living. And somebody's coming in trying to harm you. And why? Just because they can. Just because they don't want to pay. And now maybe just because they don't want all the secrets to be exposed. But it's time for them to be exposed, don't you think? I think so. So get out there on hashtag Esther's Radio Show and get to talking. Because once you start talking, I'm telling you, it's going to fill up a lot of elephants. <laughs> and I don't know why I was on elephants today, but I think it was a good analogy of ants and elephants. But you stay strong. You continue to fight. Make sure you leave a comment at the bottom of the page there on Block Talk Radio or at hashtag Esther's Radio Show. Or just go out today and subscribe to estherscarbreckhelp.com. Make sure you use the HTTPS because you know how people are 
if you uh, they want to get the stuff. So always go to use HTTPS no matter where you're going, whenever you can. So let's go ahead and continue our conversation tomorrow. Right back here, same time, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Remember to enjoy the rest of your day no matter where you are, no matter how you feel. Because sometimes feeling is just a feeling. And you just have to, what do I say, feel the pain and do what you need to do anyway. All right. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good, great day.